she's a good girl Loves her mama, loves Jesus In America too She's a good girl She's crazy about Elvis Loves horses And her boyfriend too It's a long day Living in Reseda There's a freeway Running through the yard And I'm a bad boy Cause I don't even miss her I'm a bad boy For breaking her heart Tom, 
the life of the undercapitalized entrepreneur. Let's get this knocked out. Jim posted Monday, Kunstler.com. I was going to post to the cloud the messy one. Let's get it done right. All right. Welcome to, again, the Wednesday Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast. I'm Tom Freely. My partner, formerly Rolling Stone editor, Jim Kunzler, had posted on Monday. The ice cream flavor next time. Go to his site, Kunzler.com, Clusterfuck Nation. Jim begins, A nation mesmerized by its own weakness, wanely celebrated the long ago and far away memory of standing up for itself. While it passively endures the current orgy of tyrannical cancellation and suppression of anyone talking back to the present folks in charge. Over just a few years, this tyranny has grown like a toxic slime mold from such an unlikely place. The internet social app ecology of Facebook, Twitter, and Google, as they took over the public arena where the battle of ideas is supposed to live, and did the government's dirty work complete with adorable emojis. You're fired. Who will stand up to Zuck Jack and Sundar Pinchai? Sundar is, I think, the CEO of Alphabet Inc. That's the um, holding company for Google. Who elected Who elected these megalomaniacs, boss of the USA? What will it take to end their reign of terror? Some sort of revolution? Shh, Jim writes, that must be a dirty word. Even considering we just celebrated the high point of the American Revolution, the Declaration of Independence signed July 4, 1776. Jim goes on, don't look to Joe Biden, the nation's putatively elected leader, about whose election back in November 2020 you are liable to hear more about as the summer stickily unspools. Zuck, Jack, and Sundar managed to protect Joe Biden from the stupendous depredations of his offspring, Hunter Biden, recorded in explosive detail on a laptop the public was not allowed to hear about. Don't look to the Department of Justice, supposedly investigating that horde of memos and emails detailing the Biden's influence peddling to the Chinese Communist Party and others. They're busy surveilling white supremacists on the apps run by Zuck, Jack, and Sundar. And for sure, don't look to the news media, that coalition of sellouts and quizzlings busy decoding the foreign policy moves signified in Joe Biden's ice cream flavor choices. Rocky Road means, oh, let China have that. Wondering who is actually running the Joe Biden government? Some of us out here are. I know I am, Jim. Do you think we're allowed to say that? For instance, have you tried Googling the name Susan Rice lately? Remember her? Maybe not. Joe Biden appointed her director of the White House Domestic Policy Council. From the looks of things across the country, you'd think her plate would be heaped mighty high with that insurrection and other white mischief threatening to take down the republic. Anyway, Jim writes, I googled news for her. Hardly a gosh darn thing came up that wasn't from months ago, and most of that was sheer puffery about how accomplished she is and what a fabulous person. Don't you wonder what her phone log looks like? I do. All those calls to the Obama residence day after day, hour after hour? All of which raises the question, is the USA just floating merrily, merrily down the stream of events under the beneficent reign of Joe Biden, Susan Rice, Barack Obama, and company? Or are we rather free-falling? I suspect the latter, Jim writes. And toward what? It being mid-year, I will venture a few guesses. Enjoy the summer while you can because coronavirus is coming back in the fall 
and watch out for people who are vaccinated getting sicker than the unvaxxed. That will be a mind bender, as if Americans are not already utterly perplexed and bewildered by one political swindle after another. The whining will drown out even the news of more white supremacy. But they told us an autumn wave of COVID-19, one variant or another, would take out whatever remains of the service economy. The restaurants struggling just now to return to normality. Ha! The hair salons, the gyms, the florist, booksellers, sports, theaters, live, mini, live mi music venues, and I would add my friend Tommy's Drum Shop, who, can't, who could find me a deal on Yamaha Phoenix uh, drums from under my 10 grand quoted in Dallas at the Guitar Center, but he can't fix his goddamn toilet, poor Tommy. Jim continues, since we no longer have much of a manufacturing economy, the only thing left would be Wall Street, which was originally designed to raise money for the manufacturing and service sector, but now only raises money for itself via the seemingly magical mingling of leverage with liquidity to conjure profit from black holes where the ghosts of productivity howl. It's some trick, but let's face it, it's still just a trick. Also in the picture is the weird three-legged race of deflation tied to inflation running both uphill and downhill at the same time like a nightmare out of M.C. Escher by way of Stephanie Kelton. The United States of America will be toting up a $3 trillion plus deficit just for the current fiscal year at the same time that debt becomes ever more obviously unpayable. How does debt even mean anything if there is no prospect of paying it back, Jim asks? especially in the form of financial instruments, namely bonds. And how does a financial system based on debt behave when all that is the case? I guess we're going to find out. Summing up Jim Runtz today, my guess would be a price collapse in financial instruments, abstract things represented by money, and then a collapse of money itself. You may be thinking, not a pretty picture, I know. And we thought the last days of the Soviet Union were bad in 1990. Who boy, are we in for a rough ride. One can hardly imagine the social side effects of all that, but it would seem to imply people having a rather hard time finding something to eat or getting anything else they need. Remember good old Ross Perot talking about a giant sucking sound? Think of that against a background of things on fire. What flavor ice cream will Joe Biden be ordering on Halloween?
once were written on the stupid wall. 